Welcome to Sonoma Ashram's podcast, Sunday Satsang with Babaji. With great love and respect in my heart, I welcome you to this beautiful, sunny and smoky morning of Sonoma. Before we begin today, let's just take a few moments to arrive wherever you are. Just pull yourself together. Thinking of straightening your spine, just welcome a nice deep breath and open the shoulders at the same time. As you breathe out, calm your mind. Experiencing softness in the whole body. Let's keep welcoming few breaths. Once you feel completely settled down and grounded, pay attention to your state of being. Pause the breath wherever it is and think about the stillness in your eyes. Release the breath, resume the breath before any kind of tensions build up. And pause the breath again, experience the stillness of the eyes and the mind. that twinkling light in the center of the forehead, 
appearing and disappearing. And slowly we open our eyes. Holding the softness of our body in our awareness. Just look. Thank you for taking this time. For the last couple of weeks, we have been talking about various aspects of Shakti. Ichha Shakti, Kriya Shakti, Jnana Shakti. These three aspects of that creative power that manifests in the world in its various forms. That Shakti in its the finest form is within the molecule. The polarity between the two, the charge, that's the subtlest form of Shakti to the Big Bang. Everything that happens, it's caused by Shakti. Shakti is also translated as power, energy, capability, divine capability, God's power. As we look, everything that happens all around us, animals or humans or molecules, elements, Shakti is in the foundation of everything. So last two weeks we talked about Kriya Shakti and Ichha Shakti. The third aspect is Jnana Shakti. Jnana, knowledge. And this Shakti pertains to the power of the mind. Now, 
what is power of the mind? Being able to think, being able to comprehend, being able to retain, being able to recall from our memory. Jnana Shakti relates to the mind, but also the transcendence of the mind. All the other things that I talked about, uh, our ability to think and comprehend and recall and hold. What happens when mind is transcendent? Then other kind of Shakti, it's also part of Jnana Shakti, but different. It's not only from the mind. When the mind is transcendent, clairvoyance, our ability to tap into something beyond than what we know through mind, through the mind. Yogis were able to tap into that through the power of their meditation, pranayam, mudras, bandhas. <clears throat> so jnana sakti relates to the mind and also the transcendence of the mind. in the yoga world to enhance, to cultivate jnana shakti. As you see, yam, niyam, asan, pranayam, all these things are given, yam, niyam, asan, pranayam, pratyahar, dhyan, dharana, samadhi, these are the eight limbs of yoga. Yama and niyama are very important. In today's yogic world, very little emphasis is being put on yama and niyama. We go straight to the how my body looks, and how can I heal my body, and how can I fix my body. We are so body focused. And that keeps us very far away from jnana shakti, the other aspect of jnana shakti. Being able to tap into something that is not known through the mind, that is not known through the books, that requires inner work. That requires stillness, stillness. That stillness, not only the stillness of the body, stillness of the mind and the stillness of the being. To acquire the stillness, we have to be in the right state of mind. That 
come to total acceptance of what is. Total acceptance of what is. Not trying to acquire something, not trying to get any better, not trying to hold on to something, being free from it all. And the freedom comes from that acceptance. Just saying to yourself sometimes, how blessed I am, this moment is a perfect moment. It's as good as it's going to be. There's nothing lacking in my life in this moment. These kind of suggestions of thoughts when they arise in our mind are we entertain this flowing out stops. We're always flowing out through our mind. Whether we're flowing out in a positive direction or a negative direction, we're flowing out. In the name of getting, improving myself, we are flowing out. Cultivation of jnana shakti, stillness is required. Imagine how still those yogis were who were able to count the arteries within their body. Came up with a number that the medical science much later came and the numbers were pretty close. Through their stillness, they were tapped, they were able to tap into what is within and what is without. Being able to count your own arteries where the blood is flowing, what kind of stillness is required? When there is a stillness, there is almost disappearance of the self that as we know. And the tapping into other dimension, other things happen. So there are many signs, yogis have many signs too. cultivate that shakti, and they're all good. Even the one that we are very commonly know, the yoga world, how the yoga that people do nowadays. It's a good thing to learn those things, but always movement, movement, movement is not good until that movement comes to stillness. To cultivate Jnana Shakti. All these things are important to have a right 
yam and niyam, for example, the right attitude of the mind, how I live in the world. Having some kind of discipline. Even the discipline of the mind. <clears throat> if the mind is going through roller coaster, it's very difficult, it becomes very difficult to cultivate jnana shakti. Some bhav. Think about being even. Even. No matter what the situation is in front of me, can I maintain my balance without going through the roller coaster of emotions? Baba always used to talk about some bhav, equal bhav, no matter what is happening, not get too excited either by happiness or the sadness. That's a sadhana in itself, to be able to maintain your composure, to be able to see the situation as is, as is and not flow into it and become it. It's all sadhana. The sadhana is not only sitting on the meditation cushion and in a cave. Sadhana is how we conduct ourselves in the world. What we speak. And when I'm speaking, what kind of effect it's having on me and what kind of impact it's having on the listener. keeping their mind clean, saving it from the influence of thoughts that are of negative nature. The images we see, what kind of images we see, what kind of words we read, what kind of words we hear, all these impact that mind. If mind is focused towards devotion, is devoted to something higher, even these worldly things come, I acknowledge them, but if I can't do anything about them, there is no need to keep barking at it. Bring our mind to to that devotion to something higher. And we are able to help that situation more through this stillness and through devotion, through living in this world with a devoted, clear mind, putting out that kind of vibration and that vibration goes out. We are able to participate in that way. But if we're living only in agitation, without being able to do anything, it doesn't serve us, it doesn't serve anyone else.
So Jnana Shakti. Yes, we engage in the world with our mind, we learn, and keeping the mind clean and focused. And also be aware of that there is something more than what we know through the mind. All these five senses that we have, they keep us in one dimension. And there are so many dimensions right here in front of us. There is a veil. That veil cannot be penetrated through these five senses. In order to enter that, in order to penetrate that veil, tap into something, stillness is required. And stillness of the body and the mind in total acceptance and appreciation. When we are in that acceptance and appreciation, no currents ripple out of our being. Think about even that sometimes. You are sitting, as long as you are thinking and there is a ripple going out of your being. When the ripple stops, In early days, um, I was with Baba one time and <clears throat> he was once in a while, he will throw a little pearl at us to practice. And this pearl, one day he said, oh, when, a, when somebody is coming to see you, see how you're, you begin to flow in that direction. Sometimes practice, don't flow. Don't flow, see what happens. And these are little practices that we can all do. I'm not saying you live that way. I don't want to, to look like antisocial or you don't greet somebody coming in. But pay attention to yourself. What happens to you when somebody is approaching you? See how fast you are moving. Your eyes go there and then thoughts and your whole body begins to flow. And in moments like that, sometimes just hold yourself back and see how it feels. Once they come near you within the three, four, six feet, then look at them and smile and greet, but don't start greeting them when they're at 50 feet. These are little, little hints that you can practice sometimes to get in touch with being able to hold the the stillness from flowing out.
when you are practicing the stillness of the mind and the body, you may have many different kind of experiences. And I would recommend not start talking about it right away after that. Because sometimes we have a little experience and we immediately uh, voice it out and share it with somebody. Sit with that. Sit with it. Make it your own. Tomorrow may be different experience. Don't get attached to it either, that that's the way it's supposed to be. It's not supposed to be like anything. But the experiences that we have after practicing the stillness, is something from within and something from without. It's a combination of the two, depending on what state of mind you are and what, how did you sleep, or, um, all kinds of things. So they cannot be explained. All I know that there is those experiences come, pay attention, don't hold on to any, don't talk about it, just leave it alone. That way, brick by brick, you build your inner Shakti. The knowledge that we acquire, Jnana Shakti, it's good to hold. It's not like we read something and we see something and we get some information and then we start sharing it out right away. That's the information that you catch from here and throw it over here. There is something called information and then there is something called knowledge. Knowledge is held in a very precious way and it's shared only in an appropriate time and space and with an appropriate people. You may want to look at this too, whether you are with what is information that you acquire and share and what is knowledge that you have. There's a difference between that, those two. Ikcha Shakti, Kriya Shakti, Jnana Shakti, these are the three aspects of um, Shaktis and our yogis in our tradition, we have tried to have tried to bring us closer to that through the reverence, through like that's why we there is a name for them, Mahakali, Mahalakshmi, Mahasaraswati. So there is a sacred. These shaktis are sacred. May my abilities be directed towards something that's auspicious. May I not engage my shakti, my energy towards something that is 
inauspicious for me or somebody else. That is the puja of Shakti. That is the worship of Shakti. And we all have it. We all have it to various degrees. And how beautiful it is when we, our energy is directed towards creating something beautiful. And I'm not speaking only from the theoretical knowledge. This has been my life. You know, I dedicated myself to create a place where people could gather and feel comfort and connect with their stillness, connect with their richness. Just being dedicated to something like that, then all your energy, various forms of energy just flow in that direction. So you always have to think about yourself, what I'm devoted to. That question is very important. What am I devoted to? And it's not only being devoted to myself and my drama and my story and my struggle. And there's much more to life. Much more. The day we find that devotion, all this comes together. Anyway, thank you for listening. Um, these topics are vast. I have just basically just touched the tip of the iceberg of Icha Shakti, Kriya Shakti, Jnana Shakti. It's within our reach. It's within our reach. We are all capable of doing this. May we be blessed to stop flowing, pull back to our self, which is right here in its wholeness. If we are not experiencing wholeness, it's only because of the undisciplined mind, which keeps going back in the past or the future. Come back to this, where I am in my life right now, what am I devoted to? And what is my relationship with Icha Shakti, Kriya Shakti, Jnana Shakti? These three things are worth just sitting with. I will stop right here and uh, would love for you to greet each other and connect with each other and come back. I'll be here waiting for you. Thank you all very much.